Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Brothers Comics podcast number, man, I don't even know. It's been so long <laughs> since we recorded one of these damn things. Uh, if you were able to keep up with that, you're probably as good as Marvel uh, Legacy numbering. On the line tonight, we have the full cast of Brothers Comics contributors uh, on the line tonight, uh, moving across your radio dial. Uh, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Can you well, people. Good to be back. Hey, good to have you. Uh, it's the Marvel hack himself. It's Brother Beater. Don't call it a comeback. Right, yep. We've been here for thousands of years. Uh, also on the line is the two originators and founders of Brothers Comics. Uh, it's Female Perspective. Female Perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? Hey, it's been forever. Uh, and then on the line tonight is the founder of Brothers Comics. It's Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening. What's up? That's right. Everybody's here. we got the full crew of characters, at least for this particular podcast. Hey, man, it's Saturday night. Uh, it's 7 o'clock. What you drinking? Let's start over there with Big Hutch. Big Hutch, what you drinking? Because I know you're not on water. You damn right about that shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm on uh, well, not really cool. This is a uh, damn whiskey sour. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of those you've had more than one. <laughs> pass, yo, pass. Man, okay, whiskey sour. Uh, female perspective, are you sharing the same? Yes, you know, to the whiskey shower. See, a lot of people would say, like, it's happy hour somewhere. What I'm hearing is it's like, it's last call somewhere. Get the yeah. whiskey shower is out. <laughs> We've got to hit this and get out of here. Man. <laughs> yes, whiskey showers. All right, uh, Brother Beavis, what are you doing? You were doing laundry earlier, I hear. Uh, I am doing laundry right now, but I have a dogfish head 60-minute IPA. There you go. Whew, that sounds delicious. Sandman, you're the teetotaler of the group, so what you got? That's, that's right, damn it. I'm teetotaler at full capacity. I got my iced tea right here. I'm good. Oh, my God. Yes, it's, <laughs> we, we, every group needs one. Uh, all right. And then Somebody got one. I'm on a Yingling Golden Pilsner. Uh, it was oh. on sale at Publix. Uh, eat fresh. No, that's not Publix's line, but whatever. All right, so, yeah, so we're all uh, drink up, clink the glasses or whatever as we get into this podcast here momentarily. Um, first up, though, is the RIPs. A couple of big RIPs earlier this uh, or this week, unfortunately, the funeral for one of them was today. Uh, let's take that one first. Barbara Bush passes away at 80-some-odd years old-ish. Um, yeah, probably more notable that the sitting president of the United States did not decide to go to her funeral uh, and send his wife instead, which was 
pretty chicken shit move on his part. Uh, he but yeah, in Fox, the Bushes hate uh, Mr. Trump. They hate him more than the Democrats do. That's what he yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, any Barbara Bush memories, female perspective? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 uh, Lee did that. He did. The funnier memory that I had today. I probably should. <laughs> yeah. The best memory I had today was somebody was like, yeah, and then when her son was in the White House when she was 64, I was like, God damn, she was pretty old when she got into the White House. (laughs) I had no idea that, you know, she was, I mean, I knew she was old, but I didn't realize she was that old. So, yeah. Uh, Anybody got any Barbara Bush memories? I can tell a Bush story. Go ahead. Uh, Not that kind of Bush, in case you thought that was me. I was just about to make a joke. So one of her, one of her, one of the daughters lived in Baltimore in like Federal Hill where it's all like street parking. And mm-hmm. it was hilarious because it was so incognito. All you had to do was look for the blocked off street parking and the cars with like DC plates and ultra dark, uh, 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 tinting on the windows. It's like, Oh, that's where she lives. I got it. I got it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I don't really, you know, from the age group that we're in or whatever, you know, I, we I, we probably all remember Nancy Reagan's, you know, Just Say No program. That was her initiative or whatever. I don't really remember Barbara Bush's whatever initiative. You know, Michelle Obama was trying to get us all into as great shape as she was, uh, which didn't work out for me, you know, and Melania Trump. I don't know what the hell she's doing. But, you Bullying, know, like cyberbullying. Yeah, cyberbullying. And so she should maybe talk to her husband about that. And, um it, you know, it's just like I don't remember what her initiative was. Uh, you know, her husband was not the president as well. Yeah, and I don't even remember what you know, uh, Laura. Uh, what Laura? Uh, uh, second Bushes. I don't remember what his initiative, his wife's initiative was either. So you she know, was I mean, like in the school, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what she was mm-hmm. trying to do. I mean, just some real non-distinct whatevers. But yeah, whatever. R.I.P. Barbara Bush. You know, funeral was on today. Uh, the second R.I.P. I think we'll have a little bit more to say. Uh, comedian, magician actor harry anderson from night court passed away earlier this week uh at the age of 60 something uh night court a real big I'm a, i was a huge fan of that show when it was on uh, you know he was probably the second banana on his own show behind john larroquette or whatever but you know a real funny show any night court memories uh big hush i used to really enjoy uh, night court wasn't it part of the musty thursday there for a minute uh, quite possibly, but I don't remember. Yeah, so yeah, I used to. And I, I remember him being on Cheers as a grifter, and and he tricked Sam, which wasn't that hard, or wasn't that hard either. Yeah. Yes, on Night Court, that they did a lot of the, you know, it, it was pretty much his something crazy every episode, and I mean they just let it run. The Star Trek versus Star Wars people, New Generation. Old generation Star Trek, you know, whatever. This wacky, zany, uh, the bailiff kept dying, or the female bailiff, and, mm. you know, Bull Shannon, uh, all the people. I, I enjoyed the show, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, female perspective. You had it, when we sent it out on the text chain, you had like some kind of good memories there. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Night Court as well, um, and I liked him on Cheers. Um, I thought he was. Hilarious, and he would 
trip up Sam and Woody very easily. Um, yeah, he was a talented um, magician, and, um, you know, I, I enjoyed his acting on both of those shows as well. Okay. He just uh, seemed like a, a pretty cool dude. Yeah, uh, I remember, like, a lot of his little skits on Saturday Night Live back in the day, too, before, um, you know, before all that stuff happened with Cheers and obviously with Night Court, whatever, he was on there a little bit, too. Uh, Sandman, Brother Beavis, any real memories of Night Court? Um. I mean, Night Court was a good show. I, uh, I used to tune in, tune in and out. I'm a, a huge fan of it. But, I mean, they had a lot of characters on that show. Uh, yeah, not just um, uh, what, did, what was it that you just said? What uh, his name that you was uh, on the show with him? I forgot. Uh, the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. John and, and, uh, and Bull. So you could, uh, it was like maybe two or three people I thought kind of uh, – were bigger than him at times, but uh, he was, um, I remember him before, just to show you how old we are, uh, he was yeah, a stand-up dude, magician, kind of combined that, and it was that back in the day before he even got, you know, that popular before Cheers and all that, so yeah, I, I was shocked to hear um, mm-hmm. him passing away, he died way too young. Yeah. So my, my night court memories are mostly centered around Marky Post, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Harry Anderson, uh, I will throw this out since I, I know that perhaps many of you have not seen this, uh, the It TV series, which doesn't hold up as well, but it was just two episodes. But that shit was scary as hell on regular ass TV. And he was one of the, he was like the second star to John Boy. So, uh, but yeah, you know, he wow. did. definitely didn't need to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Forget to mention he was an it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I was, uh, if you've listened to the Marvel Hacks or the Game of Thrones podcast, or even this podcast when he guests, um, Brother Beavis and I share a brain at most times for things uh, because he literally just took my Marky Post thing right off my note sheet. <laughs> um, <laughs> FYI, because uh, uh, that was where I was going. Uh, but since you said it, I'll let you have it. So yeah, there you go. So yeah, R.I.P. to uh, to um, uh, Harry Anderson. Definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed that show. All right, let's go into one more. Um, I well, just oh, who does? Vern Troyer from uh, Mini Me. From no, the, uh, he just passed today. Oh no! Oh dang! That you breaking news right here. At oh, forty-nine. Okay. At age forty-nine. Say what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was all over Facebook. Yeah. Forty nine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Uh. Too soon joke. That nigga was only forty nine. Well, I think he was white. That's very Yeah, that was a line step. Yeah, dang. Yeah, that was oh definitely a step. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. When did Austin, oh, here's, let's use Hutch's timeline here. When did Austin Powers come out, Hutch? Huh? Well, Fruity Pebbles came out in 76. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. So you give him almost 20 years. So he was in his barely 
twenty something when that. Dang. All right. Yeah, that's crazy. Dang. Yeah. So he ran. So he ran. Yeah. Okay. Well, he ran the gauge pretty hard then. If he, I mean, if that was the case. I mean, I'd heard like okay, stories or whatever. Power came out in 1997. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Mm. So that's about right then. So that was 20 plus, almost what? Yeah, 20 years ago. So he was right. not that old. And so he, I might heard the stories. He partied really hard or whatever. So I mean, that's not a real surprise that maybe he, you know. And I think he may a, have had some health issues too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he definitely did. Well, he was okay. on the surreal life, and uh, yeah. That, yeah, that I heard some antics on that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, dang. All right. I'm R.I.P. Mini Me, man. Dang. I, I y'all broke news on that one for me. I did not hear that one at all. So, all right. Dang. That's rough. And I, yeah, I did step over the line there. It won't be the first time, last time tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, another quick segment before we get into the box office report. Um. Uh, the one got to go. Uh, one, a uh, good one got to go. I got it from uh, somebody from our Facebook page, uh, and I'm going to pull myself completely out of it. But I think y'all might have a better shot at or go with this. It's one got to go. Uh, cartoon like adult TV cartoons or whatever. The one got to go is between Family Guy, Futurama, South Park, and Bob's Burgers. Now I'm going to throw out there right now. I don't mess around with any of those shows, and I mean any of them. So I'm completely out. So one got to go. Let's start with Brother B. This Family Guy, Futurama, South Park, or Bob's Burgers? Mm, none of those are necessarily my favorite. I've never really watched Bob's Burgers. I know there's a connection to Archer. but So I had to say Bob's Burgers. Okay. Sammy. For me, it would be South Park. I haven't watched South Park in, what, 10 years or whatever it was, uh, like the first couple of uh, – uh, seasons like when um, Isaac Hayes was still on the thing. So, uh, I, I didn't even know it was still on the air, to be honest with you. So, yeah. Okay. Female perspective? Does it just have to be one? <laughs> 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 you can send well, all of them away if you want to. <laughs> I really would probably, from that list, I, I want to get rid of Futurama and Bob's Burger, but I'll, I'll go with Bob's Burger. Noted. Okay. Uh, Hutch, you probably watch all of them. Hutch? Bob's Burger sucks. Bob's Burger. Okay. Yes, okay. People like swear that. up and down that that show is funny. Oh, it has its moments. No, it's it has not. Moments. It, it, but I, I can see how some people wouldn't like it, though. It's It's different. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I saw that, and I was like, man, I don't really mess with any of them shows. I tried South Park back in the day. It wasn't for me. I watched Futurama when during its first run on Fox when it came out, which I thought was kind of fun. But I mean, shit, it's been on forever or off forever, and it was. I don't know. I, I just don't mess with any of those shows. So I all never right. thought Futurama was funny, and I I thought because it was by the same person that did um, The Simpsons that mm-hmm. it would have some of the same flair. It's Totally does. Right. I think you got to watch like all of them. Like it's like a running <laughs> in joke, and you got to be like you got to be like in on all the jokes all the time. It's you know mm-hmm. it's, it's I think it's a show that you have to see like a lot of it to get into yeah. it. Not something you just sort of watch an episode and like oh that's all right. But there's okay. other people like falling on the floor because it's that shit. So it's got some really dumb humor and it. it's kind of like Family Guy and maybe 
Mm-hmm. I think Family Guy's worse, but it's along yeah. the same lines. Yeah, that's a show I actively hate, by the way, is Family Guy. Yeah. I cannot fuck with that show at all. Um, yeah. That's an whole other podcast. <laughs> all right. I like Family Guy. I know, oh, man. Oh, man. I know y'all do. I know y'all do. I, 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 I knew you were going to say that. I was ready to hit the mute button. So, all right. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the box office report. Uh, hold on, let me hit my music. All right, as the DreamWorks sounder brings us in, um, the box office report, uh, we got the top five movies uh, going into the weekend here. Uh, I know I haven't seen anything since Black <laughs> Panther. So um, <laughs> you, you, sh- you should call it the top five movies that are about to get the fuck out of the way. Because uh, they're all going to steamroll next week. That's yeah. what you should call it. Yeah, this is also very true. Uh, yeah, all right. So, all right, female perspective, you got that in front of you. What's yeah, number five? Uh-huh. Uh, number five is Truth or Dare, and mm. that made um, $2.5 million as of yesterday. Yeah, that's um, whatever. Yeah, uh, and nobody's seen that. So nobody has the desire to see that. No. Hold on. Nobody has any desires to see Truth or Dare or anything like that. No, we're all good. Okay. Yeah. No. Teenage schlock. All right, good. Number four. Number four is Rampage. That made mm. five million yesterday. It made fifty million thus far. Yeah, let's let we'll throw a stop sign there for Rampage. Uh two parts of that. One, that's not doing very well domestically because it's probably butt cheeks. But two um, I had free passes to see this. Uh, like, I got media passes. It was a solid hour away to go and drive and see it, and it was also on a school night. Uh, so I wound up giving the tickets away to somebody that I work with that's a rock fan that he could have just showed up on the screen, and she was going to be like, oh, that movie was awesome. Uh, so so that, that's what she told me when she got back. Oh, it was so awesome or whatever. Uh, Brothers <laughs> Comics contributor Will Stacks did go see it with his, uh, uh, his kids uh, today. I haven't gotten his review, but I'm I'm fairly certain that he probably didn't like it, and it was definitely too long because uh, every movie he sees, he thinks it's too long. So, um, yeah. <laughs> anybody have any desire, or anybody seen Rampage? Uh, no. no. I think I've gone no, on. No money comes towards that. I think yeah. I've gone on record with my love of The Rock, but I can't do this one. Yeah, I can't J- either. Uh, Jumanji was hilarious. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, but I can't. I like video game movies are dicey to begin with. This one in particular, and I just, I just can't do it. Yeah, the CGI <laughs> and the monsters look so bad. It's just not a. It's just a bad look. And, I, and I, I'll also too. say I played a shit ton of Rampage back in my day. Yeah, so yeah we did. A lot of us did. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, I have I have the classic on my on the playstation 3 and it has been broken out in the past just so i could play rampage uh and paperboy <laughs> but yeah all right uh number three then or two number three is i feel pretty um that's the movie i think mm. uh mm. i made 6.2 million as of yesterday mm. Mm. um do i have to ask <laughs> what's number two <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's number two? Number two, a, a quiet place that mm. made six point four oh. million as of yesterday. It has made a hundred and sixteen million thus far. That's uh, stop sign. He has yeah. a name. For now. Yeah, stop, stop well, sign. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's still that's pretty damn good. I think it had a budget of maybe like twenty million, so that's 
listen, um, and, we've seen um, that. We, Hutch and I did actually see that, and it, okay. it, it's an enjoyable movie. Oh, okay. I, I liked it a lot. That's um, what I've heard. Comments on, on A Quiet Place? I did like A Quiet Place. It, it is very quiet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and some, and some parts of the movie, you're like, eh, come on, that wouldn't that, that work. But, mm. I mean, it, it, I thought it was pretty well done. Okay. Yeah, I I had every, I, I've seen that preview a couple of times when I went to go see movies. When I seen I guess the Last Jedi, and then when I went to see uh, Black Panther, because again I don't we don't go to the movie. Um, I really want to see it, but there's no way I could sit. Yeah, y'all, y'all, Hutch, could I make it through that movie? You could. I think you could make it. Yeah, you could. I could. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. It's more suspenseful, isn't it? More than yeah, like history. Yeah, it's more suspenseful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know I don't mess around right. with that stuff. So I want to throw this out because I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm looking forward to see how many people start throwing money at John Krasinski, who I like, I have nothing against or whatever, versus Jordan Peele. Mm, Because first-time director breaks into the horror genre and does a well-reviewed movie, where do we go from here? And so when we find out John Krasinski is, Directing a three hundred million dollar movie next, mm. and Jordan Peele's still crowdfunding movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I mean, gonna be a problem. That, that's a good. That's a very good point, and you are absolutely right because they're both in about the same place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and <laughs> and he's going to, and John Krasinski is going to get every opportunity to succeed and fail, pretty much all in the same calendar year. Whereas Jordan Peele had to make a movie. They wound up with winning an Oscar at some point. Right. He's going to have to go yeah, through and, all of and that. That's the and thing. He actually won an Oscar for his movie. Right. And it's right. still not going to get the same opportunities. I mean, we, yeah, I mean, it's as visible and as clear as day that that's something that could possibly happen. And we don't, I mean, we all know why that's going to happen, too. So, whatever. But, yeah, I, uh, you know what, Brother Beavis, you bringing that up is when's he going to get the superhero push? Because that's going to be the next thing. You're like, oh, fuck, John Krasinski would really make a great. It'll be DC. John well, Krasinski have you make have a- you heard? I'm, like he passed already. on. He was yeah. he. There's a hilarious interview. He tried out for. Uh, he was in the running for Captain America, and oh, like okay. he said, he <laughs> yeah, said he put it. on the suit, and then Chris Hemsworth walked out. He's like, hey, mate. He's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. This this is done. We're done here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. He's yeah. already been fan cast as uh, as Reed Richards since the Fantastic Four is going to be making yeah. his way back to Marvel. So that's been everywhere. So hey, they're already Duck prepping can be for Shazam or you know then whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, well, yeah that's coming up in blurred notes. All right. So uh, okay. So what's number one then? Number one is Super Troopers 2, and I have no idea what that's about. Um, and that makes 7.9. I'll take this I, one. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty white, so you're going to have to take that one. So um, this is a comedy group, The Broken Lizard, something or other. Um, I'm not a fan. I, I've seen some of Super Troopers. I'm not a fan. I know a lot of people that are. They have some stuff that I like. I'm a big fan of Beer Fest. Um, but, yeah, that is, I, I, this is not for me. Every black person listening to this podcast, Google everything he fucking said. All right? <laughs> 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 yeah, 
right. So, um, yeah, I, I've seen probably the first 10 minutes of Super Troopers probably 10 times because it's on freaking Comedy Central a lot. And I'm like, oh, what is this? And you see the first 10 minutes and we're like, this isn't for me. And that's pretty much it. Hutch, you probably I, seen I, I have to believe that um, a movie about police with questionable morals is not entertaining to black people. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be correct. <laughs> yeah, a little too close to home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that'll come up later here too. All right, so yeah, so all right, so that's the box office report. Uh, yeah, good list of movies. Yeah, we all know what's coming, and it's going to come up here when we get the blurred notes. But, um, yeah, that's that's yeah, they're all getting out of the way, really, essentially for the whole month of May, because there's going to be two movies that premiere that just going to make a crap ton of money. So we'll get to that here in a moment, or three movies, possibly. All right, so let's hit blurred notes. We're going to get the music. So Blurred Notes is our uh, weekly topics uh, that go over all the uh, all things nerdly over the course of the week. Um, we'll kind of – I'll give you the topic, and we'll go around the room, and you kind of give you t- uh, your opinion on it. All right, the first up, it has been reported that um, Dark Phoenix is the last Fox movie before the merger comes through, and there's also talk that Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Entertainment, has actually been out there like, yeah, y'all is getting fired. You're getting fired, and he's already making plans for, you know, a Fantastic Four movie and to take over the X-Men after Dark Phoenix comes out. Dark Phoenix has been plagued with um, production issues and reshoots now. The movie got moved back, um, I think it was supposed to come out in November, and now it may be coming out in February of next year. Uh, just a lot, of, a lot of issues, but yeah, this is going to be the turn where Disney takes over Fox. I know how Hutch and Female Perspective feel about this. So we'll start on the other side of the table. Uh, <laughs> Sandman. Sandman. Uh, I know you follow this probably closer than most. Uh, so are you ready for the turn, I guess? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I enjoy give Fox their beer. I'm going to go, you know, three or four of the um, X-Men movies have been really good to date. And there have been some other ones that have been complete dog shit. I mean, they've had the... Um, They've had the rights to the X-Men since 2000, and I have no problem with somebody else getting a chance now. And uh, whatever you may think about Marvel Studios, their movies are generally what they're supposed to be as far as the source material goes. So I'm all good with that. Brother Beavis. Yeah, Sandman had a good uh, sentiment on the text. Like, I don't need crossovers. I just need a quality movie. And so I think... I. I as far as the X-Men franchise moving under damn Disney, I mean, I think realistically <laughs> it's probably best for the X-Men film franchise and the movies. As far as it relates to Dark Phoenix, like the the devil on my shoulder says Age of Apocalypse was terrible. They're about to fuck this up just like they did the last time. And the angel says, you said the same thing about Days of Future Past and that turned out well. So I'm trying not to care too much about that movie, get my hopes up. Um, I don't think Sansa's a great casting choice for mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix. Um, so, but the, I think my biggest concern is like they basically like drag their balls through every X Men story. Like it's so muddied at this point. Like, what is that? I mean, it's it's just going to make everything. Once the franchise reboots, like it's going to make everything muddy. But I don't know uh, if if anybody can do it, damn Disney can. 
if we go to the damn Disney version of this podcast on that other side of the table, Sandman did say is like give me a good movie and not necessarily the crossovers. So yeah, Hutch, yeah, yeah. Is that exactly is that where you are, Hutch? Is that where you are with it, or you just would rather them not have it at all? Just give me a good damn movie. That, I mean, I don't need to see all these extra, don't bring Fantastic Four in, or the, I mean, Spider-Man, go in there, and just, yeah, give me a good damn movie, that's it. Yeah. I think that's about where I'm at, too. Just, just a good, entertaining movie. Uh, as far as Fantastic Four is concerned, uh, I'm not looking forward to seeing another movie with them, period. I don't care who does it. Uh, I think it's been done too much. Give it a break. That's going to come up on the Marvel hacks when next time we record that as well as the Fantastic Four, as those rights start to revert back to Marvel Cinematic, lo and behold, the comic book characters have made their appearance back in the comic book. Do you imagine so, that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's all synergy, folks. Uh, it's all together. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I'm... I'm yeah, Sandman's got it right. If they can just make one good Fantastic Four movie, I'm perfectly okay, and they don't need to cross over with the Avengers. Like, if it never happened, I'd probably be okay with it. All I mean, right. We're going we're gonna to get the ultimate test of the crossover here next week. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm still skeptical that you can pull off a movie with 22 lead actors in it and actresses yeah, I, in it. I, but, I am, too. I'm, I'm with you on that. Y'all ninjas I, is I, jumping ahead. Y'all ninjas is jumping ahead. <laughs> top, man. I'm being in the honors group. I withdraw my my comment. There you go. I strike that from the record. Strike it from the record. Um, all right. Before we get to that, uh, so that was the B for that's that last X Men movie on the L. Um, I sent this out to y'all as well. Um, Entertainment Weekly or E Dub as we call it uh, ranked the seasons of Game of Thrones um, from seven to one as we await the final season coming up here, and I think it's still April of 2019, which is like, God, dog, that's a long time away. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure how long y'all have seen it. I think they ranked season three as number one. It was uh, four. Can, it was four, okay. So can you think of what season, you know, maybe if you think of your number one season and your least season, we'll throw it to that other side of the table, Hutch. I just finished, literally just finished season one last night, uh, watching it for our thing, but whatever. Um, I just finished season one last night, and damn, season one is really good um, because mm-hmm. it's so original. So, Hutch, best season or worst season of Game of Thrones, if you can think of either? Uh, season one, the first three seasons of so damn good. I mean, I'm not going to say season one, because season one – Said, I think, uh, yeah. yeah, season one is like, you, I didn't see that shit coming. And, I mean, from there, I mean, everything else is like, wow, wow, wow. Hmm. Female perspective? Um, I kind of, I agree with what, with, with what, um, Hutchins just said about season one, it does set the tone. Um, however, what was the Red Wedding? Was that season three or four? Three. Three, I think. Three. Okay. I think I think it's a, it's kind of a tie for me. So that red wedding was, I think that just that turned everything on its head. So yeah. Um, <laughs> oh boy, this man. That's the turn. Yeah, that and that's true. I mean, you you killed off the the lead one of the lead characters. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I again. I I literally just watched this last night, and as we as we said on our and we do have a game of Thrones recap podcast, which we haven't recorded in a while forever either. But um, it, it, we, one of our themes as we've turned the corner since episode five is like, damn man. Um, and spoiler alert: if you're never watching Game of Thrones, like that that Ned was dead as soon as he stepped a foot in King's Landing. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's so obvious now. Like, I can't imagine watching it live and without knowing anything. But, I mean, he was so dead as soon as he made it to King Landing. So, and it's so obvious now. But, whatever. Uh, Sandman season, best or worst? Uh, what season is the one with the Battle of the Bastards? Is that four or five? That's six, I think. Six? Damn. That was a, that was a huge thing on me because, man, I wanted Ramsey dead. And that was, like, the highlight. You know, that that yeah. alone made it. <laughs> uh, made it good for me, but season one is very, very good. So it's it's close. I would, I would probably have to say season one too, followed closely by six. But I mean, it's it's apples and oranges, man. It's like anyone you mentioned could probably be the best one. It's a good series because it's probably so close to us. Uh, season seven had its moments. There's a couple of like kind of low episodes in there because they're just piecing it together. Probably, and I think if we wouldn't have that same feeling had they played them all together as opposed to waiting the six months in between. But um, like I really think season seven might be a little underrated uh, in terms of you know its yeah. ability to make really good episodes, knowing that we're almost to conclusion. Brother Beavis, what? Yeah, I think the word? thing that struck, yeah the thing that struck out to me on the list was. I think they had season season seven last, which I think is completely unfair. I think season seven gets knocked because you have this like, well, they get there so fast. And yeah. but to me, it's when it it's when it stopped being a show about a book and became a show. And I think the the dragon train was phenomenal. That whole the when Daenerys finally started attacking. The Lannister army, that was great. So I think season yeah. seven, it's not my favorite, but it's definitely not the worst. I think yeah. season three gets like a lot of push because of the Red Wedding. And I, and I think my recollection is like a lot of it is just waiting for that to happen. Um, season one is great. I think season two was ranked really low, which that's really like the Tyrion season. Um, so mm-hmm. season two is great if you like, if you like Tyrion. Season five is absolutely the worst. That's when the Sand Snakes come in because he's killed off everybody. Um, and whatever my favorite episode is the hard home episode where John goes to try and recruit the wildlings and we have like, uh, the, the, um, the white walkers attack. And it's like an episode of the walking dead. That's my absolute favorite episode. Um, Mm. so whatever season that is, and that might be season four, that's, that's gotta be my favorite season. I think that's, that's one thing too, is like a lot of times the seasons get graded based on their moments. So like Ned died, the Red Wedding, Hard Home, uh, Daenerys. You know, so you know, if that's if that's the yeah, yeah. Battle of Bastards, so if that's what you go by, then whatever whatever season has Hard Home, which I think is like four, it could be five, but that's that that was amazing to me. Yeah, it's um, mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's a great show. Like I said, I just was up when an insomniac freaking moment last night, and I was like, well, we're on, I think six or seven. I think we just did the Golden Crown was our last episode. Yeah. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let me go ahead and watch this one. You know, we might get a chance to record or whatever. Let me sit here. And I was like, oh, well, seven. Yeah. Are you still watching? Yes, I am still watching. Eight, <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm like, well, 
I guess we're just going to finish this out, you know. So, uh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Game of Thrones, uh, real big fans and uh, kind of curious as to uh, can't wait to get to April, basically. All right. Uh, here we go. We've been talking about next, April, next April. April. Yeah, next April. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Now, we've been talking about this a little bit. Um, there's been reports, not reports, uh, it's been all over the internet that someone's going to die very early in Avengers Infinity War. Um, if you look at the movie posters, everybody thinks it's Hawkeye because Hawkeye is not on the poster. There's some other people that are missing on the poster as well, but pretty much everybody's just, I don't know, everybody, I guess, just hates Hawkeye, which I really don't understand because movie Hawkeye is pretty cool except for them giving him a family in Age of Ultron. So, the movie, the movie, why you got to bring that up? <laughs> yeah. So the movie, um, the, he shoots arrows in the 21st century. Uh, yeah. He even mentions that in Age of Ultron. So, I mean, they're aware of it. <laughs> yeah. So, Hand your street So I mean, but you see Rhodey in in various highlights of uh of this whole thing. Rhodey, <laughs> okay. Alright, so let's do it in two parts then. Okay, so who is your Avenger that you think is going to die in Infinity War? And then the second part of that will be um, I mean, I don't even want to give like possible reviews of the movie or whatever because I mean it don't matter anyway. It's not like we're not going to see it, but you know it, it. The conclusion of this essentially saga here with Thanos, you know, are are you perfectly okay with this ending here? Okay, so uh, we'll go on the other side of the table with uh, Brother Beavis and Sandman. So, uh, who do you think is going to die, Sandman? And then are you? Is this going to be a fitting conclusion for you? Yeah, I think Cap is going to bite it because one of the big two, either Tony or Cap's got to, has got to bite it in this. And yes, it'll be a good conclusion for him because I mean, they need, they need some kind of finality on the, this version of the story. And well, but doesn't, yeah. uh, not to be like super geek, but how many stones are in the gauntlet in the Cap Thanos scene? Doesn't he have like two stones? Well, they showed two stones in the in the uh, previews, but as they showed in uh, oh, Ragnarok, they they black out certain things to yeah. deceive you. So we don't really know. No. We might have them all, but we all we know. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Brother Beavis, who's, who's I going to fight it? I think they're going to kill Black Panther. I mean, I think that there's no, no, way. <laughs> no way. And you want to see the riot? Black people will burn that theater down. <laughs> like, oh, this shit's out of control. Thanos, we need to deal with this. Black Panther. Yeah. Oh my God! Him and Spider-Man <laughs> are one thousand percent guaranteed to come out of that without a script. Oh, hold up, man! Hold up, dude. Okay, man. Hold up, nigga. If JQ, <laughs> can you imagine? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. What in the world would happen in a movie theater if they killed Black Panther, man? They, I, oh, my goodness. Oh, my Lord. I can't even imagine. It would undo the, it would undo the last 10 years. It would. People would go nuts. 
Oh, like Rodney that. King all over again. It would be. It would be. That is literally not uh, unfathomable that that would actually happen. And can, I can't even imagine the amount of popcorn and Coke spilled and thrown at movie screens. <laughs> and, and all the uncomfortable looks. Yeah. Especially Man. with it being in Wakanda, too. A lot of this movie is going to be in Wakanda. Oh, my God. Man. So be like, uh, it wasn't white people. It was the purple man. Yeah, white folks should be leaving for real. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's pieces of white people about to get beat. That would be some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be some white people about to get beat up and be like, I do put season on my food. Yeah, it wouldn't work, man. Oh, my God. That just wouldn't so, work. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I'm glad I could make everyone's evening. And um, second, <laughs> did you, so it, the rumor is somebody's going to die early? Early. Very early. Yeah, I think I think, I it's, I think it's Loki. Actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to call fake news. I think if somebody's going to die early, it's going to be like... Uh, oh, it's going to be like Meek or it's going to be it's going to be like Valkyrie. It's going to be like a character we don't care about, basically. Even I'm I'm like thinking about even like Drax, you know. But I just can't. I I I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay. I I mean, it could be complete fakeness. It um, could be. Yeah. So I I don't I don't think I I I don't I don't see them often anybody Mm -hmm. unless they do the half of everybody's dead and we'll pick it up next time. And mm-hmm. and I think all of that's redeemable. I I don't think they're going to go there. I don't. I I, I have a hard be. time believing that they're going to do the you know the hey everybody you know the end of um what's um Secret Wars eleven where everybody gets blown up and then you come back yeah. and everybody's like brought back alive or whatever through the, mm. the stones or whatever. Like I really I wouldn't. Mean, I wouldn't think that they would do that because everybody knows it's going to get retconned because then it would have no you know it has no emotional like buy-in or whatever because you know there's another movie coming six months later so i i'd be surprised but yeah it could be fake news uh hutch who's dying i'm on we we all pretty much know the business um i think it's gonna be all guys like war machine them type of side side characters yeah I mean, there is there is Secret Wars two had Thanos killing War Machine, uh, and he um, I mean, he's you know lightweight paralyzed already. So I mean, yeah, they, they've already made laid the, the groundwork for that. Female perspective: Who's getting off? Um, I I seriously hope it is Hawkeye. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'd like Thor go as well. <laughs> wow, goodness. Damn. 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 Hey, hey, everybody. Oh. Might be on the streets. 
Well, he's already made it known that he's out after the Avengers 4. So, I mean, it's not like, it, you know, I mean, that's no news at this point in time. So it's, a, you know, whether they kill him or whether he just goes the way of, you know, kind of Nick Fury. He's been in the movies in a little bit. One way or the other, you ain't going to be seeing Chris Evans. And, again, we've said this before on this podcast. But we're rounding up on the three-year anniversary of this thing. Um, between him, Hugh Jackman, uh, I almost said Billy D. Williams, Robert Downey Jr., or whatever. Yeah, they can say all they want about not coming back to these roles until them checks start drying up. Um, <laughs> and then it's like, uh, you know what? I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it's like the guilt, you know, you know, do it for the fans. Yeah, whatever, Negro. Uh, them checks be getting short on zeros, and you ain't going to have no problem getting some HGH and some chicken breast to get back up to your, you know, playing <laughs> rank to be Wolverine. So, um, <laughs> you can't spell gravy without HGH. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't anticipate, you know, again, think, I mean, think, think about the, the three, three people I just said. I mean, Hugh Jackman just had a hit with this showman show, whatever, it made a bunch of money. But his non-Wolverine career X-Men stuff is, is shaky at best. Chris Evans, mm-hmm. you can't hardly name a movie that he's been in that's not associated with this stuff. And it's well, and Robert I mean, Downey Jr. Nothing good. Whatever. Yeah. Honest, he's in Sunshine. To be Boy. honest, you can say that about all of them. Any movie yeah. that most of them have done outside of Marvel that pretty much mm-hmm. bombed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you that's what I'm saying. You can say that about all of them, including Robert Downey. Yeah, so they, I mean, they need them checks. And again, Robert Downey Jr. is 50-something oh, plus years old. And just to put this out there, um, like, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with what you just said. But of those three, like, Chris Evans is the one who came from like nothing to just own and absolutely make this character and the franchise. And and yeah. and, and not that Robert John, Downey Jr. didn't, but all he did was he was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Chris Evans yeah. when he got cast was like, what? Yeah. And he is mm-hmm. Captain America. Yeah, it's so, going to be damn impossible to replace him. You know, so, so, so some love must go to Chris Evans. No, no, no doubt about it. I, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that. All right, okay. So yeah, I, I, I would wind up doing this on the Marvel hacks maybe at some point in time here. I don't know what your plans are. I messed up, and I'm usually a Thursday night show person. I messed up and got my. I tried to get the tickets late, and I'm now a Saturday morning person. So to see the movie. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to get this. I put in for this press uh, pass or whatever. I'm hoping to try to get that, but I don't think it's going to come through. So, all right. Um, I'm going to throw this out because it's going to be local for Brother Beavis, and it's something we talked about on the on the email chain or whatever, or the text chain here uh, yesterday. There's a, uh, a, it was supposed to be a convention called FanCon in Baltimore next weekend. Yeah. It was a year and a half. It was a year and a half in the making, almost two years, really, where it was supposed to be this kind of, look, we've all been to cons. They are super, you know, white spaces, okay, super white. And what they decided to do, they were going to make a con that was not necessarily a, a non straight white male space, you know. Of course, those people could come too, but it was also going to be, you know, for like, you know, black women, black men, uh, gay, lesbian, like everything. It was including everybody. You know, everybody was supposed to be there. And so it's a pretty strong mission. They had, I think, um, Orlando, uh, 
the comedian dude was supposed to be the MC, the host of the whole thing, the black dude that makes that another Orlando Brown. Yeah. No, that's Orlando Brown. No. Orlando Whatever Jones. <laughs> Orlando Jones. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jones. Orlando Jones. Yeah. Orlando. Make seven up yours. Not Orlando Bloom. No, not Orlando. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was getting ready to say when he said yeah. Orlando. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get him. Well, he's super white. Um. So. Um. <laughs> So Wait a minute, Orlando Brown, that's the dude from... That's so raven. Yeah, that's the dude from That's so raven. Yeah, so he ain't him. It's Orlando Jones. The <laughs> yeah, that's the other dude. I was just throwing a name out. <laughs> yeah, no. So they had him. I mean, and they had, like a, again, a bunch of uh, creators, artists, writers, you know, artists. Like, everything was pulling from that crowd, and it seemed to be going well. They did a Kickstarter that they wanted $25,000 to start it. They made $50,000 on their Kickstarter. I mean, it, everything seemed to be going well or whatever. You know, it, everything seemed to be going well. So yesterday, because uh, being one of the, found, or the, the Kickstarter supporters or whatever, yesterday I get an email that was just like, hey, uh, uh, yeah, this, this, this shit is canceled. Like, Sorry. Nigga, sorry, we out. And I'm like, wait a minute, like this thing is next weekend. Like I wasn't going, obviously. It was in Baltimore. I was gonna have uh, Dory and uh, a friend of a friend of the shout out. He went to whatever con that lives in DC or whatever. He was gonna go. And I'm like, oh, okay, go represent. And whatever they said, they canceled it. And I'm like, a week out. And so the streets are red with blurred blood on the Twitter streets, man. I mean, it is really just a god awful thing. And so my, I'm bringing it up here for Blurred Nose Frost in the sense of how in the world could somebody plan something for two years and cancel that shit a week out? I mean, honestly, I know people do weddings like this and, you know, people get cold feet day of, day before, week of, whatever. But I, I'm I'm having a hard time understanding. And again, knowing, you know, they they ran out of money or whatever, but I, I don't really know. But how does that happen? Something like that, Brother Beavis. Has it made the news there? Did you hear anything about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of live in a bunker, but okay. so most of what I knew was from you uh, bringing it up. I mean, as much as you know, as much as you, I'm just gonna say it this way: like you, it's one thing to have it's one thing to have good intentions, but you have to approach things with business savvy as well. And there's some right. economics and planning that actually has to go mm-hmm. into this. And, like, force of will doesn't carry you through something that's never been done before. I think the messed up part of it is when you do a Kickstarter. And so it's only postponed right now, but, uh, come on, it's not getting cheaper as it goes forward, and there's not more money coming in. So And and I looked at their fact, and they're like, people are like, well, what if I already booked tickets? You should call your airline. What if I already reserved a hotel? You should talk to the hotel. I mean, you can't kickstart and then screw people over. Yeah, and it's, I mean, right. that's bad. It's bad yeah, you well, you can. can. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, good and luck that, afterwards. That's one thing I mentioned on the tech chain, I mean, this could have just been a cash grab. I don't want to think that they would go out like that, but, I mean, you never know what people's true intentions are. Yeah. Um, Hutch and I were discussing this, and, and um, one thing I agree with Brother Beavis 100%, when you're going into something like this, you, you do have to have some business savvy, and yeah. um, you need to come up with a business plan and look at, you know, the cost of how much these other conventions, you know, add up to and so forth, and
and you have to factor all those various things into it. And perhaps they didn't do that. It uh, seems like they the cancel, you know. uh, a week before it's supposed to take place. Yeah, it, it seemed like they, you know, to use a baseball analogy, that they swung for the fences, and whereas they should have maybe gone for a double, and tried to get the first one off under, you know, and you know, and build from there. Like they just yeah. they went all the way. Like I mean, some yeah. of the guests that were coming out at the end, you know, like Roxanne Gay, you know, who's written, you know, she wrote the World of Wakanda book when that came out. I mean, there was just people being added at the end. Um, I was like, dang, they're coming there, they're coming there. And I'm like, I'm sure none of these people is going there for free. So, like, you know, I don't, you know, again, I don't know how much it would cost to, you know, have these people there. And if you're bringing them as a guest, I think you've got to put them up in hotels. I mean, that just has to be, a, I, I don't know. I, I was shocked and just reading, like, everything about it. I mean, you're going to have to have vendors and stuff there. They're going to be paying to rent space. And some mm-hmm. people may have, you know, said that they weren't going to come and didn't. I mean, you have to factor in cancellations and, and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, if nobody traveled yeah. to an island before it got canceled. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, the, somebody wrote up on, on Twitter the other day. It's like, you know, somebody who don't check their email or their Twitter all that much is oh, about to show up in Baltimore next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> be like, hey man, um, what? So, um, yeah, <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, and look, I mean, that's, that's, you know, <laughs> it's bad. It, it look, man, like these are some big heavy hitters in the you know the kind of blurred nerd you know blog community podcast community. You know, Black Girl Nerds was a big part of this. The Fan Bros out of New York was a big part of this. You know, these are all people that I've you know. You know, we don't have nearly the third of the imprint that these people have or whatever. And But I've met these people. They seem to be decent folks or whatever. And I just can't imagine that. I, I can't imagine that it was a screw job, like you were saying, from that perspective. But also, I mean, these are all college-educated people. I can't believe that they would have been, you know, they just got themselves so far and so deep that they couldn't have been like, hey, man, I, I, like a month ago, like, hey, this ain't going to work out. Like, not the week before. I got three words for you. I think this was just ambition overreaching yeah. their uh, ability. And that's yeah. pretty much the main, as simple as it gets. I think that's what it was, though. They just yeah, underestimated how big this was going to be. Yeah, I, I feel I feel for a lot first, of people. Their first attempt at doing this, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, maybe they just didn't, they didn't have any idea of, what all it took to put this together, and yeah. well, that that obviously seems to be the the case, and yeah, and that's okay. what you end up with. Okay, yeah, I don't know. This is terrible. All right, uh, that was the R for there. I don't really even have a D. The D that I had on here, I don't really even care about anymore. So I mean, I'll give I, you a D. Go ahead. It's just wrapped up. Black Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Season one of Black Lightning just wrapped up. Did okay. you watch it? And is it more black than Luke Cage? Well, yeah, you know what? Answer, answer the first I question first. Black Lightning. It, it is entertaining. It really is. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty well done. I am two set episodes from the finale, and yes, it is much blacker than Luke Cage. Not even close. Uh. Mm-hmm. 
Sandman. I um I dropped off after the first two episodes. I have I, not that I don't want to see it. I still want to uh, go back to it. But uh, yeah, that surprises me though <laughs> that Luke Cage got out black. <laughs> That's what <laughs> the, the That's issue fun. becomes. Well, the issue becomes we talked about this on the Marvel hacks. I think after the premiere of the first couple of episodes is that the show is more entertaining when he is not fucking Black Lightning. It's not even close. Like when he's Black Lightning, the show takes, in my opinion, takes a a massive step backwards in terms of its quality because the costume is kind of butt cheeks. Yeah, uh, and the, and the uh, <laughs> thunder and lightning's costumes are also butt cheeks. It's not is not as entertaining. But the the stuff outside of that is very uh is very black, very very black, and uh and very entertaining because I mean I was definitely against Chris Williams or whatever being Black Lightning, uh but dude uh is very good in that role. Hutchins, I think they, yeah, go ahead, Sammy or Brother Beaver. I think they um they toned down the Berlantiisms. It's still there because yeah. people get hurt, get their feelings hurt all the time. And they can't trust anybody and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think that the issue for me, and I agree, I think in a way it is like Blacker than Luke Cage. And I think the issue is like when you make a story set in Harlem, Harlem can become like almost fictionalized. And mm-hmm. it and it's probably is really mm-hmm. real for Harlem at a time. And I don't know if that's true right now. But Black Lightning definitely had the feel of like issues that are, are real right now. I think they went over the top when, the 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 villains start screaming "Make America Great Again" at the end. I think that was probably <laughs> unnecessary. Uh, I think when they when Khalil comes back with with like like long dreadlocks, I was like, oh, why did they? It's a, I mean, they definitely made some missteps, and it's obviously a CW show, but it's probably yeah. the best CW show. Um, and and yeah, I think in a in its way because it was more about. All, you know, it was more about more about all of society than than Luke Cage, which was very Harlem centric. I think in in that way, it is more black. Yeah, I, I mean, I it, like I said, I'm I'm two episodes from finishing, uh, but yeah, I, I, I've I've enjoyed it. Uh, I've heard the rumors that they're going to try to mix it into the Arrowverse, which I think is a massive mistake. That'd be and, a mistake. Um, I just don't, um, yeah, that just didn't happen. But, yeah, uh, it's been a great show. So, yeah, thank you for the D. Hutch, do you watch Black Lightning or no? I've seen two episodes of Black Lightning. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's... Black episodes of Luke Cage. Okay. <laughs> well, that's coming up here soon enough, too. You like better. Can't make a decision yet. Mm. Uh, mm. All right, and we're, we're repeating ourselves, but uh, until freaking um, Cottonmouth dies, the first episode oh, <laughs> Blue Cage is ridiculously good. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, it's literally like some of the best six hours of TV as you ever see for yeah. superhero comic books. And, and, not, and not to turn this into the comic book show, but if those Netflix series were six episodes long, they'd be phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, all yeah. the Yeah, agreed. Because... Jessica Jones season two is not great. Oh, it's not. I, you know what? I watched it's, like maybe the first two episodes. Um, but dang, she's saying it's not great. <laughs> like nine episodes in, I was like, wait a minute, who's the villain in this show? And I feel yeah. like they were like, uh, 
they they made the decision after having one of the one of the best Marvel villains in 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 the uh, you know the visual media. Purple Man. They were like, well, let's let's don't try and follow that. Let's just make everybody morally ambiguous. And that. <laughs> and if you listen yeah. to the comic book uh, uh, podcast, I've said a billion times, the villains make the show. There is no villain in. Yeah. And, and not in a Game of Thrones, not in a good Game of Thrones way. There's no, no villain in, in, in Jessica Jones season two. No. I made it through the end. I mean, it's it's definitely not anywhere close to the first season. I thought it was okay, but yeah, they need. And I was disappointed that she doesn't seem to grow much. No, <laughs> I mean, no, she. Yeah, yeah it, and that's not uncommon for those Netflix shows. Is like. They, the, the main character often does the least, and and certainly that's become right. the case for Daredevil, and that was yeah. definitely the case for her here. It's more about everybody else. It was yeah, a, it was a hell it's a Hellcat origin story. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. just like Punisher um, is a jigsaw uh, origin yeah. story. Very true. Yeah, y'all are gonna make me pop another beer. Bring it up. <laughs> you should have had more blurred notes. Exactly. It is on me. Damn it. So I'm about to start talking about Buckethead if you don't get us on the next. No, all right, and we start to wrap this up here. Um, (laughs) Really quick, uh, I did want to throw this out there. I I put this out there for something else. It was actually speaking of Baltimore. It was actually about Ray Lewis, where we had retired um, the STFUs. You know, a while ago, we retired it a while ago. Just because, but then Ray Lewis came out and was like, you know, the reason Odell Beckham Jr. is uh, messing up is because Jesus ain't his life no more. I'm like, Nick, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> all, like the, shut up. all the time. I mean, would you just, I mean, we really want to talk about this? And he really, he really should be discussing anyone no, else. No, he should. Uh, no, exactly. Foibles. Yeah, anybody all. else is foibles. Yeah, so, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to bring it back, not just for Ray Lewis or whatever. Um, Starbucks is going to get a big STFU uh, yeah. for this week. Uh, yeah. If you hadn't heard, the two black dudes sitting in Starbucks waiting on another person to come in, uh, the manager uh, the you know came out in the story or whatever. They sat down at 2.37. She called the police at 2.39. So they in the store for two minutes. <laughs> they didn't Damn. buy anything because they was waiting for a free. You can't even get a latte in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Or so, no, they, that, that takes more than a year. Yeah, so they called, she calls the police. Police show up. They're like, well, they're not buying anything. I, I, I know every every person on this podcast has probably sat in Starbucks waiting on somebody or something mm-hmm. and not bought a thing in there and not had the police called on them. And um, I certainly yeah. haven't. <laughs> so, um, and it's, so it becomes it becomes this thing where I'm like, okay, you know, that's just terrible. I mean, in Starbucks, I think they said in like six weeks they're gonna close every store so they can have like training to like not treat black people like animals. So, like, way to go, Starbucks! That y'all really jumping ahead of the curve here. That y'all not gonna like do that to black folks anymore. So yeah, I'm sorry that. That's just ter- I don't go to Starbucks anyway. I think I might go twice a year to get my kids uh, uh, hot chocolate, like on Christmas Eve or whatever, because it's a tradition. Uh, but beyond that, I just don't mess with it anyway because I don't drink coffee. So, But I've been in there waiting for people to sit down to talk, to have meetings or whatever. And um, and I've, I, it, it's just a bad look. So, yeah. So, yeah, Starbucks, you can get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's terrible. 
Anybody else got anything or anybody? No, I got one. Okay. Go ahead. All right, and this is not appropriate for Brothers Comics, but this is my this is my platform. So I'm going to give an <laughs> STFU to KK Downing, who is the second guitarist of Judas Priest, who left the band seven years ago. <laughs> so, Wait, hold, on. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, again, every black person listening to this, Google, Google. everything. That <laughs> yeah. okay. So you, but you know Judas Priest. You know breaking I the law do. and living yeah. everything. I, I know your. De- I know the producer's Def Leppard loving ass knows Judas Priest. We we've established that. <laughs> yeah, I can't confirm office. or deny any of this. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, in case you hadn't heard, Glenn Tipton, their other guitarist, had to bow out of the recent tour because he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's disease. Mm. And uh, and the guy who quit seven years ago was shocked that they didn't ask him to come back. Well, that's because you quit, so shut the yeah. fuck up. Um, <laughs> new music is great. Glenn has been out on stage playing with them, 70 years old, suffering from Parkinson's disease, playing Breaking the Law. Like, you know, props to that guy. It's, it's horribly tragic. It's not getting better for him. Um, but, yeah, you... Don't make it about you. You had your time. You quit. Shut the fuck up. There you go. No, there you go. I know this is at least the 70th plus podcast in this mug, and I guarantee you this is the first time Jesus Priest has ever been brought up on. So um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's going to get interesting when we get into this last part here. So no female perspective, uh, big hush, nobody, no SCFUs, nothing bothering you like that? Uh, oh, well, uh, this is the SCFU to, um, what is it, the white supremacists who are supposed to be having some sort of demonstration in Newton, Georgia. And, um, yeah, uh, that goes without saying. I mean, Noted. Mm. Okay. Hodge? I'm going to off the top of my head. Not even uh, Baskin-Robbins? That's, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, <laughs> that was the case. No, noted. All right. So as we start to wrap up here, uh, we need exit oh, music then, Hutch. Oh, I make mention of, um, I think um, you, I sent a text about this, um, the Wakanda Con that they're supposed to yes. have in, in, I think it's Baltimore, is it correct? Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that should be interesting. I hope that, you know, pans out well. Yeah, that shit's getting canceled. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> hope they don't do a thing. Who said that? 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 Who uh, and, yeah, and, and again, if you're listening to this podcast, if you are listening to this podcast, you for sure saw that T'Challa skit on uh, Black oh, Jeopardy, and God. that's by far one of the funniest things uh, I've ever seen. So, yeah, but anyway, all right. I uh, understand so- she does not season her food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, props no, to, paprika. Props to Chad. No paprika on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Props to uh, to uh, Chadwick Boseman on that. Whew. And props to ABC, Disney, or whatever for letting him go there and do it as T'Challa, T'Challa too. So I, I would imagine there were quite a few meetings about if that was okay. So, 
Uh, shout out to damn Disney for that. All right, Hutch, we need exit music then, man. Um, is it going to be Judas Priest? Go because. Oh, that's terrible, sir. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> but terrible and appropriate. Uh, <laughs> dang, that's awful. Uh, and, you know, and as I start to cue that up here, too, can we all, I'm going to give a quick STFU also to Taylor Swift for uh, putting, oh, her, yeah. putting her damn mouth and words and whatever and spin on a, you know, black classic. Of you know, don't <laughs> touch her <laughs> and fire Taylor Swift. Like, just what is you doing? The Denver is a everybody music classic uh, with some banjos and <laughs> with some banjos and electric yeah. guitar. I mean, who thought that was yeah. a good idea? Oh, Sounds man. like I've got really? stuff to Google myself. Yeah, you got to Google that, brother Peter. Yeah, uh, it's just not yeah. a good look. She took. <laughs> it's a it's a crime against nature. It's, it's yeah, it's she. she, she she decided to put her spin, uh, very uh, Karen's potato salad spin, on an absolute black classic, uh, and it did not turn out well um, at all. Uh, so no, and she was rightfully drugged for it as well. Um, so back to the score she had soul. I, I guess yeah. I was wrong all this time. Yeah, yeah, she did. S O L E. Because it gave her permission. Oh. Yeah, and, no, and they, and, 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 and yeah, and they gonna run them coins. Like I get them doing it. Like I don't, I don't have a problem with them getting their coins. So whatever, man, get their money. Like I'm fine, but that don't mean that we have to like it. Quality control, brother. Quality control. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to just let anybody have access to your library because they will fuck your shit up. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. 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 Can I hear this before you put? You know, before you press send. Can I get a chance to hear that? Like, you know, and as soon as they went, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need to sign off on that first. Yeah. Give me yeah. five the before you put that out there. Yeah, you messing with my yeah, you messing with my, my legacy here by putting that out mm. there. <laughs> yeah. So. I remember I'll be sure doing uh uh what's that Eagle song? I'll be sure uh, that Eagle song? He did oh, Hotel oh, California. Oh, what? Oh, mm. I, I've never heard that. That's my <laughs> brother Beavis is criminal. Brother Beavis, Google oh. Albie Sure. Um, so I know uh, Albie Sure. I'm I've at least heard the name Albie Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One song. Yeah. One I was gonna say I've heard of him, but I, I, I like I don't know what his song might be, but I've definitely heard that name. <laughs> I almost made the cardinal sin for black folks here. I was gonna say, oh no, he was the he was the light skinned brother in uh, New Jack City. But that was Christopher Williams. So that was Christopher Williams. Yeah, right. <laughs> Another one hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Confusing my life again, bro. Yeah, that's it. Shoot. All right. Oh, so man. As our music takes us out, uh, this other <coughs> upcoming brother comic event here, whatever, we'll definitely have a. We're definitely going to wind up having a, a recap podcast for this movie coming out for Infinity War. Um, then we'll probably wind up having to revisit that, I think, two or three weeks later when Deadpool 2 comes out. 
And then I think probably half of us here are probably going to be okay with seeing the hand solo movie and the other half is not, but I don't want to get into that because we'll be at a two hour podcast. But, um, so we'll be back for that. Uh, we do have the we're getting to closer to a regular bail schedule with these podcasts here is the, you know, for me personally, the school year is starting to wind down. So it makes it a little bit easier for me to, uh, uh, you know, kind of get free to take the, to record these podcasts. So the Marvel Hacks podcast with uh, Sandman, uh, Brother Beavis, and uh, Big Hutch, actually, I think was on the last time that we recorded. He fell asleep. That's a great podcast, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. Uh, and the Game of Thrones, uh, I Know What You Did Last uh, Winter podcast, which we're trying to get. Now, I'd like to, you know, plan it out on live air. I'd like to get that in tomorrow, so clear scan calendars or whatever. And um, I think that's really about it. Uh, Sand, uh, bro, yeah, Sandman and I will have um, – MegaCon Orlando here at the end of uh, May, uh, that Memorial Day weekend up in Orlando, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, Big Hutch and Female Perspective will have uh, MomoCon, although I haven't gotten my press badge yet for for y'all. That should be, excuse me, also at the the same weekend in Atlanta. Uh, and I think that's really about it. I don't think there's anything else coming up in the near, near, near future like that. All right. So as uh, the music starts to play us out, uh, we'll start to wrap up this podcast. Uh, great one tonight, y'all. I'm going to have fun editing this. Um, uh, so let's go around the room. Uh, Brother Beavis, man, you joined us at the last minute, man. I'll tell you a story once we're done recording. But uh, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, a, there's a funny story to be told here. But, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, say good night to everybody. I think I've done enough damage. I'll just say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. You always had a different uh, take. Uh, the Sandman, go ahead and sign out. Well, I know people. We will see you next time. All right. Uh, female Perspective, go ahead and sign off. Adios from the Female Perspective. Big Hotch, don't get fired, me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have a great evening, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a great evening, everybody. Awesome. Awesome. We'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.